Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jake Hahn, taking a look at a very light three-game slate in the NHL for Monday. Not as much to pick from for our bets and our DraftKings plays, but we can really key in on these games, try to find some value, try to find some sneaky DraftKings plays as well. And at the end, maybe take a look at some season-long fantasy, guys that could help you out for this week if you need some streamers. Before I get started, remember to like the show, subscribe to the channel as well. Check out all the great content across Mayo Media Network and sub to the newsletter while you're at it. There's some, some great info in there as well. So let's get into this three-game card, kick things off. The Washington Capitals in Tampa Bay to take on the defending two-time champs, Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 145 favorites on home ice for Tampa. Washington, a plus 125 underdog on the road here. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Caps are 5-0-3 on the season, still yet to lose a game in regulation on the year. They did need a couple of late goals to beat the Yotes 2-0 on Friday, so that one was a bit sweaty if you if you were like myself and you had a, a Caps puck line ticket, but Alex Ovechkin, he is just so money at hitting that empty net. He hits it with about 13 seconds to go from his own end of the ice. Uh, it, it's a legit skill. Uh, you know, I'm not knocking the guy for his empty net prowess. I think it's a, it's a very, very legit skill because if you've bet this sport long enough and you're sweating those puck lines you know uh but not a lot of guys can hit that empty net yeah there's a lot of guys in the league that will miss those empty nets and Ovi is just so good at putting the game away so thanks to Ovi for that puck line cash on Friday night and this is the Capitals next game since then here Monday against Tampa Bay they start a little two-game Florida trip. They do have uh, Tampa here on Monday, and then they get the Panthers on Thursday. So they'll have a couple days off between those two games. The reason for the Capitals' success, or a big reason for it this year, besides the fact that Ovechkin's been unbelievable, is they're playing really well defensively. They're actually first in the league in terms of shots on goal allowed. So the defense has kind of been the MO for Washington, and then that top line, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, those guys are, are just firing on all cylinders right now and really carrying the the offense for Washington this season. A couple of injuries, Nick Backstrom still out of the lineup, TJ Oshie out of the lineup as well for Washington. So they'll still lean heavily on those guys I mentioned. Ovi is leading the way right now with nine goals, 15 points in eight games. Kuznetsov has 12 points. And Tom Wilson, he's, he's been playing sneaky well. He doesn't have a goal on the season, but he does have seven assists in eight games. He's somebody that's very usable in DraftKings, and, and he's going to score eventually. Something's going to go in for him soon. Uh, but they are mostly a top-heavy unit. Like I said, it's it's the top guys that are really carrying them. There's just not a lot of depth scoring on Washington right now. So we'll see if maybe a couple of other guys step up as the season goes on. Tampa Bay, they've won two games in a row by matching 5-1 scores, the Pens and the Yotes. They're well-rested. Their last game was on Thursday against the, the Yotes. Actually, both of these teams' last games were against the, the Arizona Coyotes. Their power play is not clicking at the moment, 24th in the league. No Nikita Kucherov, and he'll be out for, for a long time, a couple months for Kuch. I think eight to 10 weeks is the timeline. Stamkos has been leading the way, 12 points in eight games. Alex Kalorn is on fire for Tampa Bay right now. Four goals, three assists for seven points in his last four games. He's been really good playing some big minutes for them. Uh, keep a look or, or take a look at Corey Perry. Uh, here as well. I know it's a tough sell. He's got no points on the season, but he's getting a look on that first power play unit for Tampa Bay. So if you're looking for maybe a sneaky DraftKings play to, to throw in your lineup, maybe Monday night's the night for Corey Perry. He finally gets one, um, finally gets on the score sheet in some fashion. He played almost 19 minutes last game and he did have four shots on goal. So I like that time on ice. 
obviously I like the spot on that first power play unit. So give a look to Corey Perry uh, if you're playing season long fantasy or DraftKings. These two teams did play earlier in the season as well. It was a 2-1 overtime win for Tampa in that game against Washington. But I thought the Caps were the better team in that game. Things have changed over the past couple of weeks. I think Tampa's really found themselves. They, they weren't playing good hockey at that time when they did play against Washington. But for a bet here, I'm going to go to the under. I, I think we see another lower scoring game similar to that game that we saw earlier this season between these two teams. Like I mentioned earlier, Washington's playing really well defensively right now. Tampa Bay is, is without their best player in Nikita Kucherov. So their offense isn't what it normally is. And you've got Vasilevsky between the pipes. And anytime you've got Vasi and he seems to be rolling over these past couple of games, I, I'd give a lean here towards the, the under six goals at minus 110. I, I think that's pretty fair odds. And I think we see a, another tighter, lower scoring playoff style game between these two teams. Moving right along, we've got the winless Chicago Blackhawks. Yes, still winless Chicago Blackhawks favorites on home ice, minus 130 uh, against the Ottawa Senators, who are plus 110 road underdogs, over-under set at six for this game as well. This is game two of a three-game trip for the Ottawa Senators. They did beat Dallas 4-1 on Friday. They looked impressive in that game, and Philip Gustafson was really impressive between the pipes for Ottawa. I actually had them as a dog in that game, and he was really good, so... I don't know if they're going to continue to roll him in between the pipes, but he, he looked really solid. So maybe he's someone to keep an eye on as the season goes on here in Ottawa, if he can keep it rolling. The power play is really clicking. They're sixth in the NHL right now, going with the top six of Kachuk, Norris, and Batherson on the top line. Timmy, Timmy Stutzla, who's starting to get going a little bit. Nick Paul and Connor Brown are on that second line for Ottawa. It's a, it's a sneaky good top six and a sneaky good team this year that I think we could maybe find some value on as, as the season goes on. Chicago, it's brutal. They're, they're now 0-7-2 on the season. So nine games, no wins for Chicago. Losses to Carolina and St. Louis over the weekend. I will say, if you're looking for some sort of positive, Marc-Andre Fleury did play better on Saturday. But once again, Chicago was the second best team on the ice. St. Louis was just better than them start to finish. And the one nothing score probably didn't indicate how well the Blues played in that game and how poorly Chicago played. A lot of that was Marc-Andre Fleury. So again, it's not a full positive, but at least at least Fleury looked better and he certainly struggled to start the season. This will be the third game in four days for Chicago as well. Not really a great spot. Still have COVID issues, including their best player in Patrick Kane, Tyler Johnson, Another top six player for Chicago is now out with a neck injury. So things just continue to get worse for Chicago. And if they don't win this game, I, I don't know when their next win is going to come because they've got Carolina on Wednesday who, who's rolling and then they go to Winnipeg on the road on Friday. So those are a couple of tough games later on this week for Chicago. Uh, this is probably their best spot to actually get that win. So we'll see if they can take advantage of it. Seth Jones does lead the team right now in points, which is probably not a good thing. You obviously want Patrick Kane healthy, but seven assists in nine games for Seth Jones. Alex DeBrinkett's got four goals. A player to keep an eye on in this matchup for Chicago, though, as bad as things are, is Brandon Hagel. I, I would I would continue to look at this player. I uh, wasn't doing much offensively, but he did score Friday night against Carolina. He had five shots on goal against St. Louis on Saturday, and he's playing a lot. He's getting a ton of minutes. I think they really like this player in Chicago. He's kind of that workhorse type player. So I would continue to look at him, maybe play him in DraftKings or pick him up in your season long league because I like the looks of Brandon Hagel and I think he's going to continue to play some minutes uh, if, if he continues to play well. 
I'm going to bet the sense here. I, I just don't think that we can bet Chicago. Like who's lining up to bet Chicago as a favorite right now. They might win this game and they are certainly due for a win. If any team was ever due for a win, but I got to take the plus money with, with Ottawa here. Plus plus one ten on the road. I just think Ottawa is a better team right now. I liked what I saw from them against Dallas on Friday. So I think they continue to roll here and that's where the value lies. But like I said earlier, this is a, this is a big chance for Chicago to get that win. They really need this with a couple of tough games on the schedule later this week. So I'm, I'm assuming they're going to step up and play well, but I'm going to take the plus money here with the Ottawa Senators. Last game of the three pack on Monday night, uh, the biggest favorite on the board, the Edmonton Oilers, minus 195 favorites at home to the Seattle Kraken, plus 170 uh, road underdogs here, over under set at six and a half. Like basically every Oilers game, you're going to see a lot of six and a halves, maybe even some sevens this year with, with the Oilers, the way that they can push the pace offensively. The Kraken will be playing the second half of a back-to-back here. They are home to the Rangers on Sunday night. So they, they're going to have to travel from Seattle to Edmonton, a tricky little spot here for them. I expect Chris Dreger to get the call here because I think Grubauer is getting the, the start in the Sunday night game. So I, I would expect Dreger to get the start for the Kraken in this game. They're playing decent on defense. They're actually second in the league in terms of shots on goal allowed and they're fourth on the penalty kill. So a couple of positives for Seattle there. Brandon Tanev making an early case for the Cy Young. Six goals, no assists on the season. And he's got that crazy picture with the with the eyes wide. So um, I like Brandon Tanev. I don't know if he's going to quite keep up this pace, but but I just thought that was funny. Six goals, no assists on the season. Yanni Gord, four, four points in four games. Jared McCann has seven points in eight so far. So it's really tough to play any sort of Kraken players in, in daily fantasy or even in your season-long fantasy leagues just because you don't know where the scoring is going to come from. They don't really have that star power up front, but a, a couple guys are consistently producing here in Gordon McCann. Uh, Oilers are 6-1 and one on the season, back on track with a 2-1 win against the Canucks on Saturday night. The offense is just outrageous. They're fourth in scoring, first on the power play at 47%. Yeah, 47% on the power play. It's it's crazy. And they're actually third on the penalty kill as well. So special teams are really good. And Seattle's got the 29th ranked power play. So 29th ranked power play up against the third ranked penalty kill. Not a great matchup there for Seattle either. Um, looking at the Oilers top six, I think this will be really important. And we can get into it when we get into to DraftKings strategy is what do you do with the Oilers on Monday night? Because it's a, it's a light card. There's not a lot there's not a lot of other options out there. So do you play McDavid and Dreisaitl and some of the other guys, or do you try to fade them? Uh, we can get into that a little bit, but one guy in the top six, that's just been such a curious case is Kyler Yamamoto. He somehow has no points this season in this Oilers offense. And I just went over the numbers, how great they are fourth in, in the league in scoring. Their totals are set really high for a reason. And somehow Yamamoto has no points and he's still playing on the wing uh, of Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins on that second line. So maybe he's someone to target as like a buy low, opportunity I don't really like what I've seen from him but he's still in an opportunity to score so we'll see if Yamamoto can actually get it going I'm not going to have a bet on this game this one will be a, a stay away for me but if I was forced to make a play it would have to be the Oilers on the puck line I do think that they win this game Seattle's on the second half of a back-to-back and if they win the game they're probably going to win the game by multiple goals and really get rolling on that power play but I, I am intrigued to see if Seattle can keep it up on the PK if the Oilers do get power plays in this game we know how good they are on on the power play but seattle's penalty kill has been really good so that could be an interesting matchup to follow if you're watching the game on monday night uh, as for some DraftKings strategy here like i said before the oilers stack is obviously an option and I, I think that's a decision that you're going to have to make do you want to stack the oilers or do you want to fade the oilers and if you fade the oilers 
it could really pay off. If Seattle finds a way to shut them down, it's not impossible. A lot of people are going to have Oilers in their lineup. They're going to carry a very heavy ownership. So if you do fade them, it could work out really well for you if you pick the right guys to put in your lineup. So there's some risk involved to it, but I, I do think the payoff could be nice if you want to fade the Oilers on Monday night. Um, if you're looking to fade the Oilers, you're looking to get some other guys in your lineup. I, I do like the Ottawa Senators as a possible stack to get a few of those guys in your lineup on Monday. Drake Batherson, Josh Norris, uh, Thomas Shabbat, Timmy Stutzla, who, like I said earlier, is starting to get going a little bit. Those are some names I think I would look to for Ottawa um, if you're looking to play, play DraftKings on Monday night. I mentioned Brandon Hagel earlier as well. He could be really sneaky. I don't think a lot of people are going to be throwing him in their lineups, but he's in that Chicago top six. He's playing a lot of minutes. He's somebody I would look to as a value play on DraftKings. Corey Perry mentioned earlier as well on that Bolts top power play. Why not? Why not? Why not throw him out there in, in your lineup if Corey Perry's getting looks on the top power play unit? And he's he played 19 minutes in the last game, so he could be a good option. And then the other decision that you're going to have to make on Monday night when making lineups do you use Alex Ovechkin or do you not use Alex Ovechkin? You should probably use Alex Ovechkin. He's just been money this year in DraftKings, in the NHL in general. He's just been unbelievable. It's pretty hard to make a lineup and not have him in there. Just the way that he shoots, he's such a volume shooter. And you know he's probably going to get a, a goal, a point, something. like it, It's just difficult to have Ovechkin not in your lineup. So again, similar to the conversation with the Oilers, if you want to fade Ovi, a lot of people are going to have him. And if you want to fade the Oilers, a lot of people are, are going to have them as well. So that would be the angle to play if you are looking to, to play that. Um, I actually do want to take a second to look at some um, options for streamers in, in your season-long fantasy leagues this year. It is a Monday, so start of your, your fantasy matchup week, and you can try to optimize your lineup as best as you can. Chicago has a great schedule this week. They're Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, which is basically the perfect fantasy schedule, all the light nights. Nobody wants Blackhawks on their roster, and there's really not a lot of guys that are going to be sitting there available, but Brandon Hagel, I'll mention him again. He's somebody that would certainly be available in your deeper leagues. This could be a week to use him. Uh, Tyler Johnson is hurt now, so I, I don't think he'll really be an option for you unless we get a, a clean bill of health. The Detroit Red Wings are another team, too, with a great schedule this week. And, and you could look at a couple of options here. Robbie Fabry might be available on your waiver wire. Uh, Zadina, who I picked up over the weekend, a lot of people gave up on him. Uh, he scored a goal. I was at the game Saturday night in Toronto. He scored a, a pretty nice goal there. So maybe he can get rolling this week. The Nashville Predators also have a great schedule. And I didn't think I was going to be mentioning any of these names in terms of fantasy hockey this year. But Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson, these guys are, are, are kind of playing well right now. Grandland as well, uh, pretty low owned in terms of fantasy across the board. So if, if you want to go look at some Nashville Predators, this could be a good week to give them a look. Ottawa also has a, a really good schedule this week. So some of the guys that I mentioned earlier in that top six, there's two of them that are pretty low owned in fantasy. Nick Paul and Connor Brown are a couple guys you can look at this week if you need some sends on your roster. So to recap the bets, we have the sends plus 110. We have Washington and Tampa under six for minus one. 10. That's it for me today. Check back tomorrow for another episode. And as always, good luck with your bets and good luck with your lineups. Mm -hmm.